The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. laptop can update for that long you saw it yeah <laughs> it happened it wasn't fake but it was on like fucking 100 for like an hour it was insane um i was gonna ask you there was something i was gonna ask you about tv stuff oh of the shows we've watched so far have you continued watching like have you watched the, any more of them so for the first one i watched i think like four or five episodes of from dusk till dawn okay but then i had to watch uh what we do in the shadows and then we watched almost all of that but then dev uh-huh. finished it and i was like oh, yeah. you asshole <laughs> the new season's about to start i saw something about them saying a new season's coming or something yeah i think it's on september 3rd it's supposed yeah. to come out that's cool that's one that i want to keep watching i haven't really thought about from dust till dawn unfortunately <laughs> no i mean it was all right like when you were watching it but then like to continue like to want to binge it not really so you're saying you don't normally watch tv but so what do you watch like Whenever you did sit down to watch stuff, like what were your go-to shows to watch all the time? Like what do you watch? Friends. All the time? All the time I'd watch Friends. Um, What is it that draws you to Friends? I just love like the dynamic of the friendship and they're all hilarious and they're all fucking each other. Even though it's cheesy, right? Because you know it's cheesy at parts. You're like, oh God, this is so cheesy, but it's still fun. Yeah, it's super hilarious. Uh, I really love like Law & Order SVU. Like I really love just crime shows. Okay. Like right now my current thing is uh, Criminal Minds. I've been binge watching that for a while. Like if I do randomly watch something. But now you're not typically into sitcoms and stuff like that. Uh, I like Seinfeld. I like old school stuff. Yeah. Nothing newer. No. Not, not Modern really. Family. Modern Family is a good one. I, think I never watched funny. that ever. Really? Really? Never watched it. Maybe we'll do it for the show. Oh, yeah. I've never seen the first episode or anything. I've like just kind of randomly caught it when it was on. I've seen the ends of them because I used to I, I forgot what show it was, but I used to DVR a show. And right before it started was the very end mm-hmm. of Modern Family. So I'd see like a shit ton of the end where they're just kind of sitting there and talking and then something happens in the background and they're just like, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're mad, aren't you? I'm not mad. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You're a little jealous. I'm happy for the two of you. All right, come on, we'll do one. Stay there. For real? Yep. Feel better? Yeah. Okay. Oh, do me now. What are you talking about? Are you serious? Cam, no! Yeah. It's always this kind of like little thing that happens at the very end before the new show starts. Uh, yeah, dude, for me, it's always sitcoms. I do like going to sitcoms. I don't know why. I'm not into the longer shows like the, like I like the crime shows, don't get me wrong, but they were always like an hour. And I was yeah. like, I don't want to sit for a, like 45 minutes or an hour to watch something. I prefer to sit 20 minutes, get a show in and do something else now. Really? Yeah. Isn't that huh. weird? That is kind of weird. I usually but like the But it's not like I shows. can't because I love The Sopranos and those are an hour and I can sit down and watch. I could watch three or four in a row and like just blow four hours of my day and be fine with it when it's The Sopranos. But like 
almost all the other times I want to watch something, if I'm going to put it on, it's usually like a half hour show. Really? Oh, yeah. I think I think the only like half hour show that I would I really like enjoy is the George Lopez show. I've never seen it. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny, and it's like the only show I can't find on anything. Or it's just you mean it's old school? Yeah, it's old school, and like I mean, you can watch it. I think on like TBS or something, but not on fucking cable. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like so funny. They don't have it streaming on anything. I haven't found it. Do you have Tubi? Tubi TV? No. Get it. It's free. Is it? Yeah, it's free, and it's got a shit ton of movies and TV shows. It just has commercials. But the movies are uncut. It's not like you're watching a movie on TV. Mm-hmm. It just has commercials that cut in once in a while. But other than that, like, it's dope. Okay. Dude, like, the amount of stuff they have on there, and they have a lot of old school TV shows, especially for this podcast. Like, you should get that just to have access to those. Okay. Yeah. Legit. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just, like, TV for me is just, I have to, I usually like, like, really long shows because it's something I can remember. Okay. Like, if I'm watching it for a while, I'll kind of, like, get a handle on what's happening uh but like just to watch stuff i would have no idea what the fuck's going on i can't i'm hard at focusing on shit i don't usually sit and go through binge i can't binge i'm not a binger isn't that weird that is weird i love binge watching stuff like dev just started putting on this one show blacklist oh okay i think i know what that is it a it's not a sports show is it no it's like it's about this criminal guy oh okay yeah it's not what i thought yeah but he's like working with the fbi but he's not an informant exactly he just has people that like he wants to get put in jail so like he offered to help them with finding these high profile people for in exchange for immunity for himself ah okay interesting yeah and it's like it's an hour show yeah but it's super good and like i'm really good at predicting things that are happening in the in like shows Mm -hmm. so from the beginning i was kind of he was working with this like female cop and i'm like Okay, this They're is weird. Hook up. No, because they oh, don't okay. have a sexual attention. There's no sexual attention. There's no like inappropriateness. But like he likes her. Like there's something about him that's attached to her. And I'm like, I think he's her fucking dad. Oh man, it is. I'm pretty positive it is. It, we haven't found out yet, but I'm like 100% positive that he's her father. Is this an old show or is it on now? I think it's an older show. Okay. So listeners who may have already seen this are like, oh, yeah, that's the dad. You'll see. Yeah. (laughs) Or you're completely wrong. It's not the dad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Speaking of listeners, welcome to Two Time with Chris and Courtney. I'm Chris. I'm Courtney. Yes, we're talking TV. That's our show. Um, Yeah, dude, it's interesting to think about like what it is you do watch to pass the time. And the funny thing is, is like you go to old school shit, shit that like I watched growing up, like friends and Seinfeld big. I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. I love Seinfeld and I'm one of these Seinfeld fans. It's just kind of like it blows me away when people say they don't like Seinfeld. Yeah. I'm like, how can you not like it? Like it just feels like there's something for everyone in that show. Yeah, there is. And it's like, it's just fucking hilarious. Cause like George is the worst human being in the world. <laughs> like they don't have any qualms about trying to make people like seem nicer than they are. Well, I was going to say, if you think about it, they're all horrible. Oh yeah. All Elaine's a whore. I love her. And mean. Oh, she's super mean, but Elaine is vindictive. Like, when remember when she was stealing the toilet paper, she yeah. wouldn't let that lady, she comes running out with all the rolls of toilet paper. Like, vindictive as hell dude. oh yeah and like do you remember the episode where like she was ordering a uh, blowfish or some shit from like this <laughs> chinese restaurant yeah. and they wouldn't deliver her to her because yeah. her address wasn't in it so she like pretended that the coat closet was yeah. her apartment her apartment yeah <laughs> and george comes over and is like visiting her in there yeah. and they're talking dude yeah for me i always love that show and, and when people are just like yeah i'm not a fan i'm like so you don't like 
life. Yeah. Like right? it's, <laughs> it just feels like it's everything. And that, and it's one of those shows where there's so many things that have happened on each episode. Like they'll put 30 different things in one episode that are things that are going on. You c- there's so much in that entire series. You could relate to it that people are always like, Oh, just like in Seinfeld, you know what I mean? You can relate something that happens to a real thing that's happened in your life or you've experienced. And that's why I'm like, how can you not like it? I feel like anybody who's lived before, any kind of uncomfortableness you've ever had, any victory you've ever had, any enemy you've ever anything you can find in this show. No, most definitely, especially like for how like insensitive <laughs> and just Jerry is like he's. <laughs> He's so rude. Like he's like, I can't date her. She's got big toes, or I can't date her. She smells weird. Talk or, I can't about date super her. picky, right? Yeah. She had man hands. <laughs> man hands. The hands of a man. But we all have a friend that was like that. Oh yeah. That's super picky, right? And but like those people are not self-aware. So like it's just probably I feel like people don't give it a chance because they just look at it as like. Oh, it yeah, looks it's that show about nothing and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, I feel that's what I always say. I say, watch it, but don't watch like the first couple because that's not the feel. Yeah. The first few are so different. They were going to call it the Seinfeld Chronicles oh, God. when it first started. And it's so different. You wrote you, you ever see the first episode? Kramer's name is even Kramer. Oh, no, it's like something Kessler. Else. Yeah. He calls him Kessler. I was like, what is that? Fucking um, old liquor. That's what that is. <laughs> but yeah, dude. The, uh, yeah, that's always one that I would definitely go to. I go to 30 Rock a lot, too. You ever watch 30 Rock? Oh, yeah. I used to love 30 Rock. That's that such a good one. That shit is so funny. And that's a show where I think I read an uh, article in Rolling Stone where they said it literally has like three or four jokes a minute nonstop. <laughs> it's like nonstop. If you go back and watch it, you'll constantly catch things you didn't the first time. Little oh, yeah. phrases, things that are said, stuff in the background, like innuendos. And I still watch it now and it cracks me up and I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't even realize that from the first time I saw it, you know? Oh, yeah. That's that's kind of how Friends is for me. Is that like yeah. you watch it and like every time I I can rewatch the whole thing like five six times and I would still like find things I didn't notice before. Yeah. It's just fucking hilarious. We're gonna have a special episode in which we're not watching shows, but we'll just talk about some stuff because I definitely want to dive into the Friends, uh, the problem that is Friends, right? Because Friends has got such a, an important part in pop culture and even like people identify with it and, and it's 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 important, right? But damn, isn't it like oh, there, there's things in it where there's so many red like flags and alarms where you're like, this is just not okay. And yeah. I'm talking about Ross specifically. Like the character of Ross is so not like this is the dude. It's almost like this is why the Me Too movement is yeah. around because this guy, a guy like this, right? And, oh, yeah. But if you think about it, That's it life. was meant to look at, it was meant to be put out there as you have to cheer for this guy and hope that he gets the girl. Yeah. But I mean, who cheers for the stalker? Yeah, <laughs> very true. Very, very. You know true. what I mean? But, but it's we'll, like, we'll definitely have that conversation. Yeah. Okay. I won't say anything. I was gonna say <laughs> I might. <laughs> what would you say? Yeah. Because like for me, I feel like people can empathize with Ross because even though his character is like such a fucking creep, mm-hmm. it's real. Like yeah. these things are real. So there's a lot of people that are like, you know, I know what he feels like. I understand. Yeah. I think there's that fine line though, because there's this thing of. And especially that a lot of pop culture and movies and the way TV have shown us as we grew up watching these things that if the nerd or or the guy that was the underdog, right, has an attraction to the girl that's considered the, you know, the top girl, mm-hmm. as long as he fights hard enough, he'll win her in the end. And 
that's where you have to kind of be like, eh, not truly, because if the girl says she's not interested, you should just be let it go, right? Yeah, but he never actually directly like tries with Rachel. That's the thing. I mean, he's a little crazy though. He is crazy, and he'll like do anything for he her. Does, like, he does stuff that like are literally right. Remember when she's moving or she's working with the one guy at the new place and it's her new boss and stuff, and he's like psycho the way he acts, dude, so psycho. And like you watch it again nowadays, and it makes you kind of cringe a little. Oh like, yeah. Oof, God, dude, chill. I'm hurt. I'm actually hurt that you would think I would send you any of those things out of anything other than love. Hurt. <laughs> hurt. All right, Ross, I get it. I mean, my You're God, can't, can't a guy send a barbershop quartet to his girlfriend's office anymore? <laughs> Please, Ross, it was so obvious. It was like you were marking your territory. I mean, you might as well have just come in and peed all around my desk. <laughs> I would never do that. I know what's going on here, okay? Mark explained it all to me. He said, this is what you guys do. Yeah, well, if, if, if Mark said that, then Mark's an idiot. Yeah, no. But... But it's the character. It's, it, and it, it was it the time, too, right? Yeah. At the time, that was the thing. Because th- those guys, it, at that age, were coming out of growing up in the 80s where they were watching, you know guys chase girls and hold stereos up on their lawns, right? Yeah. Like nowadays, you call the cops on that shit, yeah. right? But back then, that was like, oh, man, look how much he really loves her, dude, right? Yeah. Well, the things that we find romantic are always not really all that romantic. Like True. people just showing up at your house like, bro, I'll fight you. I had someone do that to me once. <laughs> really? Yeah, someone literally showed up on my porch with like flowers. and Just out of nowhere? Yeah, and I wasn't even home. And my roommate was there, and she like looked out the window and I guess she like, cause we had like a little speaker thing where you could like talk mm-hmm. and she was like, you better get out of here before I call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah. I never did that, man. I wasn't like that kind of dude. I was the kind of guy that like, if I was interested in a girl and I showed any kind of interest and it wasn't reciprocated, it was just kind of like, eh. I was like, all right, never mind. <laughs> and just keep going. You know, I never did that hold on to it and, and keep trying thing. Never. No, that's usually the best way to go about it. And the problem is a lot of people try to like come on to people that they don't know. Anybody I've dated has generally been like a friend of mine. Somebody that you've already gotten to know. And yeah. you, you, you grow close to them. Yeah. It's gotcha. never just like some random person that comes up. No. Ah. I'll take your free drink, but that's about it. You know? Yeah. And I was like, that's to me too. Like I never talked to people like I never went to the bar to try to pick up a girl. No, never. it's fucking creepy. Don't it do is it. weird. Right. And I don't know. It just felt weird. Like I didn't want to be like, Hey, and then get that uh, and then feel like mm, I'm that guy. It's, never mind. It's always <laughs> fucking weird. and It's always awkward. And like me and lady love, we used to go to the bar like every random Tuesday or something. Cause we always had like shitty days off. I think I had like Wednesday, Thursdays. So Tuesdays, me and her would just go out in Allentown. Like there's no one there. And we'd just go to the bar and we'd sit, have a drink, and we would just talk. We probably mm-hmm. should have fucking recorded them for podcasts. But we would just, you know, yeah. talk. And, like, we'd always have people coming up to us. Like, an insane amount of people. Or, like, the one night there was this stripper there. And she was, like, definitely coming on to Lady Love. Damn. And, yeah. And, and, like, I love her. But she doesn't know how to, like, reject a person. <laughs> So, like, this girl was, like, trying to get her number, and then, like, her sugar daddy was also trying to buy us, like, drinks, and it was really weird, and she, like... He was trying to recruit, man. I don't know what the fuck was <laughs> going on. He was trying to recruit. 
but grow his grow his base. Oh, uh, it was not good. <laughs> Come work for me, ladies. Yeah, no, hard pass. But <laughs> look at my car. <laughs> look at look at my Audi. <laughs> <laughs> look at my chains around my neck. <laughs> Look at this Hold ring. <laughs> Dude, I had some a pimp literally try to recruit me one time at a McDonald's when I was like 15. What? Yes. It's crazy. Jesus Christ. What's wrong with this world, man? Story for another time. But <laughs> It's the Rosses of the world. No, oh. that's horrible. <laughs> no, that one was just straight prostitution like wow. that dude was crazy now let's practice it where's my bitches where's my bitches where's my bitches where's my bitches you gotta say it together it goes in together where my bitches where my bitches okay check this out where my bitches where my bitches can't we just say employees what about your employees oh no, fuck that but so this like a stripper chick ask cat if she'll teach her how to fucking speak spanish and she's like yeah sure so she gave her her real number and we're leaving. And this chick really started calling her. And she's like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. And I was like, block the number. Block the number. Oh, my God. That's crazy, dude. But you know what I mean? Like, it just feels some of those shows, the messaging, you look back on it now and you're like, oof. But, again, it's the products of what came before them and what told them was okay and acceptable. Yeah, exactly. And this show, I have to say, there's some things in here where I'm like, Ooh. dude. To talk about Segway, right? Because yeah. this show we watched for this episode definitely is of a time when people still kind of, some people still kind of had the uh, the 50s mindset of oh, yeah. take off your shoes, get in that kitchen, uh, feed the babies and make me dinner. Yeah. And that's your job. And that's it. And if you're doing anything else, it better be to look good for me. And that's it. I know. Bitch, you better get that perm and right? those pearl fucking earrings. Right. Daddy wants warm dinner on the table with that sweet ass. Like <laughs> exactly, that's basically some of the audio, <laughs> some of the dialogue in this this show. So the the show we watched for this week, the first episode of Glow. In this world, there are good guys and there are bad guys, and I will not be bullied into submission. You are reading the man's part. Oh God! Would you like to start over? Yes, I would. I will not be bullied into submission. Sorry to interrupt, your wife is online too. I'm interested in real parts. Got $83 in my bank account, and I don't know if I can pay my gas bill. Rude, there's an audition. They're looking for unconventional women, whatever that means. Hello, ladies. I'm Sam Sylvia, and this is Glow. Sorry, what's Glow? Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Are you hiring actors to play wrestlers, or are we the wrestlers? Go! <laughs> yes. Woo! Christ. Ah! Fucking actresses. Okay, I want you to meet the star of Glow, Debbie Egan. Are you insane? Why is she here? She's the alpha and you're the omega. Submit. She might kill you. This is Sebastian Howard, our producer. This is my first Hollywood party. There are drugs in the fucking robot. Thank you. Wrestling is about type. You're a sexy party girl. You're an Arab. You mean stereotype. Yes, bingo, exactly. You're a big black girl. The fuck you say? Oh. Lady wrestling. I get it. Women can do anything men do. Blah, blah, blah. How'd that look? I got chills. Yeah, you would. So you think I got a 
We're empowered. We're the heroes. You want the show to happen. This is the only place I get to do what I want to do. People respect me here. We got to shoot this thing in like five weeks. This could either feel dinky or it could feel epic. So let's give them what? Blood tits. Storytelling. Storytelling. This is about justice. This is about holding on to what's ours. Glow, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Yes. Which was a real thing in the late 70s and 80s. Uh, wrestling was big at the time. It was a huge thing because television was carrying it. You know, you could watch it on television, not just go to the fair or like your local, you know, uh, Knights of Columbus Hall. Like they were putting it on television. Guys like Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Roddy Roddy Piper, these guys were big names at the time. So. Somebody had the great idea of what if we just took ladies and had them do the same thing? I bet you people would love to see that. And obviously they did, right? So in real life, this was a thing. We had the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. They all had characters. You know, they, they got out there. They, they did what the guys did, and they drew crowds. It was big for a while. It wasn't that long, though, but it was big for a while. It exploded for a bit. This show decided to kind of encapsulate that and show us how it happened with some fictitious slants in there, obviously there's going to yeah. be things that they add for, for drama and to, to kind of get us into the story. But the overall world that this show is taking place in is a real world that, you know, existed at some point, which is crazy because yeah. right away, right. We start with the girl from a uh, community. Mm-hmm. I always see her as Annie, right? Yeah. From community. But yeah, she, her name's Ruth in this show. Um, oh, that is Annie. That's from the Annie, community. Yo. I did not realize that. Yes, dude. The dark hair definitely changes. She did good, right? Yeah. Especially how she looked at the beginning. She's rough looking, man. Oh. Chapped up lips. Oh, yeah. Like her hair looks like she could have used another perm. Oh. Something. Well, she's supposed to be like an emaciated, starving artist. Which... A- actress, right? Like she's yeah. an actress. She's trying to get parts. And right away, we know this show is about this girl's, you know, it's going to follow this girl who is tired of living in a world where the men get all the good parts. The men are ruling all. She's she's basically a feminist, straight up feminist. Yeah. And um, she's trying out for a part and she's reading the lines and it's super like the strong monologue, real good. The lady's like, you're reading the wrong line. That's for the man. Yeah. She's like, you need to read the secretary. And she's just like this one line, your calls here or some shit and, like uh, that. Yes. <laughs> she, like, she knocks on the table and she goes, sir, your wife is on line two. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yep. That's fucked. Right? Because you don't even know it's the secretary part. They're, right. They're just like, you're reading the man's part. And you're like, oh, shit. And then that's the point. And the idea is, is like, whoa, fuck. Okay, we're in a world where this is, we're going to go through what women de- dealt with during that time. She can't get a role to, to save her life, but she does get a lead on this new thing. She's got to show up to try to try out for this new TV show that's starting. She doesn't know what it is at all, right? Well, she only even got the chance to try out for this because oh. she stalked the recruiting lady in the fucking bathroom. She yeah. waited for this bitch to come in and pee to talk to her about why she can't get roles. Yeah. And the lady literally tells her, she's like, well, you're fucking weird. Yeah. You're too real, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. And you're just not going to work. Yeah. And she's just like, if you want stuff that men do, I've got to, she didn't really say it that way, but basically, you know, that's what she's thinking. She's like, okay, I got something for you. I know what you, what would be good for you. So she goes to this tryout. It's in this gym and immediately you see the ring there, right? 
All these ladies are sitting there. She's trying to figure out what kind of a, a casting call this is. She knows for sure it's not porn because like that's the first thing, right? Yeah. Because that lady, when she's stalking her, she's like, why don't you go work in the valley? Because like, go work and do porn because that's what if you're not going to be a secretary or you're not going to play the housewife on a TV show, porn, that's your next step. Yeah, but before she even gets to do the actual glow audition, Mm -hmm. she runs into, you know, that terrible fucking Zumba class or whatever the hell they're doing where Mm. they're fucking humping the air. Oh, we see her friend. Yeah. Yeah. Her bestie, Debbie, who Mm. tells her in the locker room, like, why don't you just go get pregnant and get married? It was the best thing I ever did to not work and be home with my fucking kid. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Because she used to be... Uh, did they say it in this one? No, it'll come out later. No, they said she was on Paradise Lost. Oh, yes. So she was in a soap opera. So she, this lady used to be in a soap opera. And now she had kids, um, has a kid and stuff. Yeah, we get to this We get to this ring and Mark... You know who Mark Maron is? I fucking love this guy. I love Mark Maron. He is amazing. He has a great podcast. If you've never listened oh, to it, he? WTF with Mark Marin. It's okay. amazing. And it's usually him interviewing celebrities, right? But dude, I love Mark Marin. He's great. He's, I love his comedy. I love his his delivery. I just kind of love his attitude. And he just plays this like slimy director. He's a fucking to prick a that does coke all five all to day. A tea, yeah. Right. But he plays it like like we watch it and we're like, what a like, what the hell, dude? Like, why is he? And he, to him, this is just real. This is how he acts. This is like, deal with it. Mm-hmm. And boy, is he, it's like a headache for him to be here. The way he's acting is like, it's a waste of my time, but they're paying me to do this, so I'm going to do it. Well, he comes out to like talk to them after definitely just doing a line because oh, he yeah. keeps sniffing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, ladies, <laughs> if you want to be here, you can. We're going to fucking wrestle. If yeah. you don't, get the fuck out. Yeah. And then like half of them leave. Yeah. And then he's like, great, cool. You made the first cut. Yeah. And he doesn't care. He's no. just like, they're going to pay him to put something together. So he's just going to do it. He doesn't give a shit about these ladies. He doesn't care what kind of product they're going to put out. Because Annie, I'm going to keep calling her Annie, but her name's Ruth on the show. Ruth is like, all right, I need to know who my character is. I, if I'm going to play a character, I want to get into this, right? And they all find out it's going to be wrestling. One girl's like, like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. You know, she's, he's like, hopefully, you know, if you, if you can bring me that kind of money, then we've made it basically. And we start to see tryouts that they, they, they try out. They, there's a, there's a wrestler guy that comes out to help them out. And we see them all trying to do somersaults. And it's like all these women that are very awkward about kind of rolling over and tumbling. Um, and that's the idea. They're really trying to show you like this is a moment when women were going to start doing these things that they thought only men can do. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to make it seem like it's difficult, even with the way they went in and out of the ring. I don't know if you noticed, but like there's the one time when Ruth's character's getting out of the ring and she's like on her knees shuffling out, like yeah. hunched over, like the most uncomfortable way to get out of a ring. And it's like, that's not natural. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but fucking Marky boy almost fucking fell out of the ring too. Exactly. No <laughs> one's comfortable in that era. I love though when she's um she like works with this other girl like I think she's like a um, Pacific Islander kind of a girl. Oh right? yeah, she's supposed to be Machu Picchu, right? Yeah, right. Yes, yes, yes. So she's talking to her and like we have to come up with characters and we have to do this. So they get in the ring to to try out and all of a sudden it's like a a play and she's like, "No, you're not going to take this." And they're fighting and and Mark Maron's like, what the fuck is this? What are you doing? Yeah. He's like, get the fuck out of here, both of you. And then, then when he finds out, the one girl's like, she's like royalty in wrestling. Her dad yeah. is a big name in the wrestling world, and so are her brothers. 
And even the trainer's like, holy shit, it's an honor to meet you, right? Mark Maron's like, oh, cool. We have a name. You're hired. Yeah. And Ruth's like, well, what about me? And she's, he says something like, you know, I don't know. I just don't like the way you look. Or maybe no. it's your ass. Or like he's, he's literally objectifying her in front of everyone. And it's okay. Because that's just the way you talk to women back then. That's, yep. I watched this so much. And like I was watching this just so many times thinking, damn. That's fucking crazy to think that we really were just kind of like that and it wasn't a problem. Well, it was obviously a problem, but like nobody said anything like, hey, come on, guys, don't be this way. No, because you were expected to fucking stop being a pussy and man up. Like, right. if I can dish it out, you should be able to take it. And that was like the thought behind it. And she doesn't even like say anything about the fact that he's like, well, either I like your ass too much or I don't like it enough. Yeah. And yeah. she just like storms out. And she goes home and tries to become a wrestler. Well, first she goes home and then bangs some random dude that comes into her fucking window. We think he's random. Well, yeah, we, we find think. out he's not. Oh, dude, I was like, I seen it coming too, because like when her and Debbie were in the locker room, yeah. she's like, "Why don't you come around anymore? What's yeah, wrong? Why don't you whatever?" Up. And then like this dude crawls in her window and she's like, "Go back to your wife." Yeah, and like she clearly doesn't have friends. So I was like, "Oh no, don't tell me." Yeah. But yeah, so she goes bang some dude. Which I did not think that they were going to show me full titty. Yeah. I was like, what? Well, they did in the locker room when she yeah. was getting changed. Okay. But then they, not even just full titty, full, she was riding them. Dude. Yeah. She like was going to town. Jackrabbit style. For real. I was like, all right, let's go Netflix. <laughs> yeah. And then like, she goes home after getting fired, watches a bunch of wrestling, fucking is jumping off of shit, putting on leotards, <laughs> like trying to act like Hulk Hogan and all those guys. Like she's watching them like lift people up and slam them down so she's picking up a chair and like she's struggling with it because it's obviously too heavy for her but she's trying right for her if she's going to be an actress she wants to be the best she can she's like this the kind that really studies and tries to become the character so to her wrestling sure this is going to be a physical thing but it's still acting so she wants to get into the role what what makes it work and she's like it's actually a good idea yeah to her it's like what works what's on tv what's working let me emulate that yeah and I feel bad for her too because she tries so hard. She tries to be like way too hard. The best actor she can be. She goes to fucking scene study where they're falling asleep on her. Yeah. And like it's just such a her life like you can definitely tell she's the struggling trying to make it you know gonna be an actress actress. Yeah. Even though she's you know asking her mom and dad for $200 every other day and living off of cinnamon toast crunch I think she said. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's really shitty. So she finally decides to go back, even though she just got fired, dressed in fucking cut off cleaning clothes, a leotard and like some kind of spanks and a red trench coat with like face paint on. Yeah. She's a character. She became the wrestler, right? And then she comes in and she does the monologue that she did at her acting class that put people to sleep, except she was doing it like... She was trying to cut a promo the way wrestlers do, like giving, you know, putting all of her energy into it. Everybody's just like, what the fuck is happening here? And you could see Mark Marin at first is like, oh, Jesus Christ. Now, let me let her finish this and I'm going to tell her to fuck off. Right. Yeah. Until her friend comes in crying. You ha- fucking cunt. And dude, like that was the le- when I saw when I saw how like the actress that did that, I just felt like that was so good. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like <clears throat> if you've ever been cheated on, Right. You know what that feels like, that kind of that feeling of just feeling betrayed. Mm -hmm. And this girl, 
the way she acted, man, this woman was just amazing because it really came across like she was broken. Yeah. And then just seeing her like coming after her and attacking her. And you could see immediately what was going on. Mark Marin starts watching now like, ooh, hold on a second. And then they do that thing where all of a sudden it flips and like you see this fantasy version where there's a crowd. It's like got this kind of a glow to the, the mm-hmm. TV or the screen and they're all wrestling like wrestlers. There it was, though. He saw it and he's like, OK, we could do something with this. This is going to be good. And that's how we end the show, right, is, is with this kind of idea that, uh oh, but there's so much happening. We're seeing the birth of, of women's wrestling. We're seeing how women are treated during this time. We're seeing the this girl who's struggling to really try to find herself as an actress and the relationships and kind of the shit that's going on in her personal life. Well, it's going to f- be an intense show. You forgot to mention why Debbie was so angry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that dude she was fucking was her husband. Yeah. And like you find it out too, like the second she gets fired and she gets like beat up by those little kids or whatever, and they steal her tacos yep. and take her purse. And she calls her best friend to come get her to take her home. And like she grabs her keys out and boom, a picture of Debbie and the guy she just got done fucking the night before. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, damn it. Yep. But when she comes in and she's like, ah, you fucking bitch, you fucking cunt, you fucking husband fucker. Mm -hmm. And they start going at it. And like at the very end scene, when they kind of when Mark pulls out of like seeing, you know, them wrestling. Yeah. And the guy's like, should I call it? And, yeah. you know, he goes and yeah, taps goes him out. <laughs> count him out. Ruth had blood on her lips. So I'm like, what did we miss? I want to go back and see the real oh, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy, though. It's pretty cool. Like, So I've seen uh, the first entire first season. Yeah. Um, And I thought it was done really well. But th- I feel like this is a very strong first episode in really being able to hook you to bring you in and say, OK, I want to watch this. This is the kind of show where when it ends, you're like motherfucker now i gotta watch the beginning of the next one just to see what comes next you know yeah, what i mean exactly. maybe i'll pause it and watch the rest later but let me just see what happens next you know at least that's how i took you know i watched it well as soon as the show ended i like backed out of it so that i wouldn't like keep watching it because yeah. i think i make a mistake of keep watching them after because then i want to talk about other stuff that's happened that we weren't supposed oh, to watch yeah 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 did you uh so for you you hadn't seen this episode before have you no so I had dated someone that like watched this show and I had kind of caught episodes here, here and there, there but yeah. I never really watched it. And but when I backed out of the episode, it kind of like, you know, how Netflix has like the the mm-hmm. list. And then I seen one of the episodes was something of Contra. And I'm like, OK, this makes me want to continue <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> nice. Uh, what did you think about like because well, you're not like a big fan of wrestling or anything like that? I used to have gone to I like mean, a you know Royal it, Rumble. So you get, you're and stuff, into, yeah. the, you know. You know how they had all the different girls come up and so you could see like who all the different characters were going to be on the show? Yeah. I love when they do stuff like that. Like the way they introduce characters to you in that way, this kind of boom, boom. Like you have the big girl that's Machu Picchu. Mm-hmm. You had the one weird girl that's the got like the... fucking wolf chick? Yeah, the wolf girl. You had the two hairdressers that like come together no matter what. Like yeah. they're a pair. That's great, dude. I love... See, I love that stuff, man. And and to, to be introduced to this cast, like we only have the main ones that we had at the beginning, but you know there's this whole like slew of characters to play with including cherry the one girl he uh mark maron's character had worked with before she's a stunt actress actually she's a stunt woman yeah um and i love their interaction because they work together she doesn't take his shit like she you know and he also gives her harder shit too like but he well again you don't find this out till later but you can tell he cares about her like there's actually a a bond between those two yeah because of the work that they've had together um, I like this show. It's definitely one that I w- would continue watching. Like, I don't know why I stopped watching it. It was one of those things where it was just kind of like, 
I left off on an episode and then just never came back. But it's like season two or three that I I stopped at, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's cool. No, I could definitely see myself watching more, especially just on like Mark Maron's character alone. Like for some reason, even though he's a fucking asshole, like I just love that. Like I love that hilarity and how he's such a fucking asshole. Because it's real. Yeah. He's not going to sugarcoat. If he likes you, he likes you and he's going to be nice to you or he'll talk to you. But he's also going to be straight. That's the thing I like about his character. He's real. He's not... He's not fake at all. Whether yeah. you like him or not, he's going to be him. And so I, I don't know. There's something about people who are genuine that are very, that do attract you to that kind of like, you know, I like this guy, even though he's a fucking asshole sometimes. And dude, like get your shit together, right? Yeah. No. You still kind of like him. I don't know. I feel like he's mean to the people that he likes because I feel like he does like Ruth, even though like he says he doesn't and he thinks she's ugly or whatever because he looks at her and he goes, you know. What's with your face? I can't tell if you're hot or not. Sometimes I look at you and I think you're hot and other times I'm like, huh. Did you watch that? So did you see as he's saying that, right? It's funny the way they did that because they showed her and though she had her head turned a certain way and the lighting was hitting her and she looked like somewhat, you know, attractive. Then he was saying when the knot and it cuts back and she was turned a different way and then like you could see more of the chaps in her lips and more of like the, the shadows and it was like, it is one of those things that when she moves, you're just like, whoa, what are you doing there? Yeah. Which is amazing. It's like Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> depends on what angle you're looking at her yeah like don't get me wrong great at singer and all that stuff but like you know sometimes i'd be like oh yeah fergie and other times i'm like oh fergie yeah <laughs> that's awesome dude um what do you think about especially you know because you are slightly slightly younger you're not i mean in terms of just the way women were treated like mm-hmm. that isn't that crazy does it blow your mind that it's it was just like it's not that long ago no, and honestly... What, 40 years ago, maybe? Yeah. 50 years? But 40. Something like that. Yeah. But, like, my dad's an old-school Italian dude. Like, he grew okay. up throughout the... So, like, for me, seeing stuff like that, it's just like, oh, okay, that's my house. Like, that's just <laughs> what it is. Like, yeah. I mean, I am the way I am for a reason, I'm, I'm, you know? Yeah, but it is crazy to think about how far we've come in that time, because this was the 80s. Like, this is the 80s, and that's how they're talking and acting. Even the 90s, you know? Like, we just talked about Ross and Rachel, right? Yeah. So it's crazy how we continue to evolve as humans. We do. And then we don't like, cause right. sometimes I feel like I'm definitely a feminist. I'm like, yeah, you know, women can do anything. Cause I'm all about that. Like I mm-hmm. fucking work in a goddamn warehouse for God's sakes. Like right. I have a tendency of like gravitating more towards the things that You're men bench are bench pressing desks. Oh yeah. No problem. Oh yeah. You know, but like earlier today I'm at the gym with my friend and like, you know, we're doing legs together, whatever. And I went to his gym because uh-huh. I'm more I'm more of like a small little gym, like okay. to just be able to go in, do my shit, and leave. And we just got done being in the one side of the gym. You know, we we're squatting, doing whatever we do. Yeah. And we come back out into like the main floor where the, like the cardio equipment is and stuff. And then I said something about a machine that I wanted to use, and he's like, "Oh, I think there's one in the women's only section." And I was like, women's only section. Yeah, I was like, the what? And he goes, the women's only section. I was like, why the fuck is there a women's only section? He's like, I don't know. Oh, you know why? So that you can go to the gym and not have to have some dude come up and be like, what's up, baby? Can I get that number? Or, hey, you want to go start working out together? Or let me help you out here. Let me let me let me spot you, you know? Yeah. Because apparently, I mean, I know that happens. I have friends, you know, female friends that go to the gym and talk about like, look, I'm trying to work out, not trying to get hit on. Bro. The one time I was literally so pissed. I was at the gym and like I worked at this gym at the time. Mm. And this was like when I was heavy into like the bodybuilding thing. So I'm like trying to deadlift like 225 right now. And I'm 
I walk around at like a solid 135 to 140. So that's like a lot for God me. God damn. No shit. Yeah. So I was like deadlifting 225. And I had my headphones in. I had a hat on like and I would kind of like mm-hmm. wear it over my face so people wouldn't really look at me. And this dude just like taps me on the shoulder because I had my headphones and didn't hear him talk to me. Take my headphone on. I'm like, hey, what's up? And I'm thinking he's going to ask me something about the gym Mm because like I wasn't on working at that time, but I do work there. So I had assumed. And he's like, oh, I was just, you know, trying to ask if you're single. And I was like, if you don't get the fuck away from me, like, are you for real? And I get that. I do get that. So that's probably why they have a section so that ladies can just go do that and not worry about men coming in and fucking with them. Yeah, which I, I get. But like my head did not go there. Yeah. And. My friend was like, well, yeah, that's probably why so they can go without getting hit on. And I'm like, just tell them to fuck off. They go away. (laughs) Unless they're Ross. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, I don't know. Just for me, it was just like super weird to see that there would be like a women's only or whatever, because you don't see like a men's only place. No. Yeah. I think, you know, again, I think it's it's that that thought. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. If you have to have that, then how come you don't just have a sign that says stop hitting on people working out? Yeah. Right. Have rules that say if you want a membership here, you don't fuck with people you don't know. Just don't talk to them. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't know, man. Um, it is a crazy world. And then you look back in the 80s and you're just like, you can literally look at a woman and be like, I don't know if I like your ass. Yeah. I don't know if your ass is good enough for me to look at. So you're fired. The fuck? Yeah. You know, this is before you could have sexual harassment lawsuits, I guess, you know? Oh, I know. Now you have to watch hour long videos. Well, I'll tell you. Fucking thing. It wasn't until recently where I was watching the, I think it was the Night Stalker documentary. I didn't know like in the 60s and 70s, rape wasn't a crime, like a crime, crime, crime. Like you could complain about it and that's what it would be is a complaint. What? They couldn't, they wouldn't go and arrest somebody for raping you. Well, I, I knew that marital rape wasn't a crime. No, for a straight really up long rape. Time. What? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? the wheel are you serious yeah i'm gonna have to look up and see when it was but i was like wait what that recent like that recent like i was surprised by the year and decade that i heard i was like hang on a second yeah rape wasn't considered that big of a deal like it was it was a crime but it's it is a crime as if i'd come up and punched you in the face in the on the middle of the street it's that kind of a crime so it was like a citation and that's it It, it's like me hitting you kind of a thing oh my right that is fucking ridiculous that's what i'm saying so like it is crazy to think about how far we've come just in 40 years because in the eight you're talking the 80s here on this show yeah right and just to be that way is like not a problem and let's be honest you know if we keep watching the show i'm sure we're going to see instances where men physically impose themselves on these women and they just kind of have to go with it to continue whatever's happening you know what i mean it's a crazy thing to think about and to see the struggle of women just trying to do something without the, having to worry about a man being that way. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It is, especially like to think that, I guess I am I may take it for granted right now, but before when people would sexually harass you or like tell you you have to fuck them in order to keep your job, mm-hmm. you couldn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Now that's like a immediate termination. Right. You can't do anything like that. Like uh, not too long ago, I think I mentioned it before, this fucking psychopath that was at my job that was yeah. like, harassing me all the time trying to get me to go on dates and it'd be like every day ask me out ask me out ask me out and i like said something about it and then they told him you know you got to leave me the leave her alone or we're gonna get rid of you and then he did it again and then they finally got rid of him after dev and him almost yeah. but like it's crazy to think that like just that 
Just that. Yeah. Can, you wouldn't have been protected a few years, like, you know, a few decades ago. That would have just been, they would have said to you, well, has he touched you? Yeah. Has he followed you anywhere? Has he done? No, he hasn't. Well, just deal with it. Yeah. Just figure it out. Tell him to leave you alone or ignore him. Just ignore him. That's it. That'll yeah, go away. Just don't acknowledge it. It'll be fine. Right? Crazy, dude. Um, so there you go. Glow. I enjoyed it. I do like that. I, I really thought it was good. The cast is is great. I think the cast is phenomenal. Great acting. The writing's on point. And for me, you know, the standout Mark Marin. Oh yeah. He's awesome. He's fucking amazing and just hilarious. I love it. Sweet. Sweet. All right, you ready to do our next show for next week? Yes. I have one. This is a TBS show. Okay. And you'll see it on Hulu. It's called People of Earth. Jerry, focus on my finger. Oh, she's really doing it. You know, hypnosis has been debunked. I'm sorry, but I don't walk into your FBI office and tell you how to do your FBI things. You're right. I'm very sorry. Thank you. I mean, this is crazy and it has been debunked, but go ahead. I know that you think that hypnosis is fake, but it really can unlock the mysteries of the mind when it's used by a skilled therapist. That's me. So prepare to have your mind blown, Agent Foster. Yeah. By my mind. I've literally never heard of it. So I'm looking for, I, I only saw it on Hulu, like the, the name of it. And I just read the info about, you know, it being a support group for people who are abducted by aliens, mm-hmm. which makes me think, and it's going to be a comedy, obviously, but I wonder, it makes me wonder what kind of show it's going to be. You ever see the show? Um, shit. No, I can't think of it. What was the name of that show now? But there was a show where uh, it was every episode, somebody that was staying in a specific hotel. Oh, guest book. You ever see that show? No. I thought you were going to say Third Rock from the Sun. (laughs) Oh, no. Third Rock from the Sun is funny, dude. I like that show. But Guest Book is a show where um, it's a hotel. It's an Airbnb. And every episode is a different story based on who's staying in that Airbnb and what's happening in their lives. It's crazy. So it doesn't follow the same characters except for like the people who run it and some of the people who live around it. So I'm wondering if this is what this is going to be. Like each person has its own story per episode or... Is it just a support group and we just watch these people as friends kind of live life together or? I don't know. It'll be interesting. I feel like considering it's about a support group, it would probably have to follow like at least. A like, main character, right? Yeah. One main character probably brings us in yeah, to and the group. Then, and then they probably like randomly shoot off to other story times. Do you think this is going to be a show that legit is telling us aliens are real and they did get abducted? Or is it just people who feel they got abducted and you start to realize maybe they're just kind of lonely and want other people to talk to? Yeah, probably the second option. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I have a feeling that maybe we're going to see aliens. Uh, I mean, it is a TV show. I guess you could possibly see aliens. I don't know, though, because it's just like it's is this based in like a main city. I'm not sure. It's going to be interesting. We've never seen it. So that's the fun part is we're kind of figuring out what we're going to get into. And then next time we're talking about it, we're like, oh, we were totally wrong. Yeah, I guess. I feel like if it's in like New York City or something, it's probably people pretending to have been abducted. If it's in like, you know, East Bubba Fuck somewhere uh-huh. in the middle of nowhere with Houston's bag, then you could possibly get like an alien abduction. Here's a thought. What if the support group is being run by an alien? Oh, that'd be fucking awesome. And the alien is running it because you know how like when you go somewhere and they say, hey, when you're done, can you call this number and tell us how our service was, right? Rate our service. Like they're rating how they abduct people and the people's experiences so that like the person running the group has to like gather all the data. What was their experience? Did they enjoy it? Did they not enjoy it? What do we need to fix so that they have a better experience? Oh, yeah. That would be cool. It'd be and like if a not, I'm re- copywriting that idea right now, dude. Nobody's stealing that shit. Yeah, I'm going to write that. Oh, let's do it. It could be like in Men in Black where like 
the one dude <laughs> you don't realize he's an alien and then they like rip his yeah. head off and he's like a little fucking there we go that's my next little short film oh let's do it i'm copywriting it nobody can steal it and TM, i said TM, it right TM. now tm tm uh registered uh copy everything else anyway all right we're gonna get out of here this has been tube time uh courtney you have another podcast tell them what it is i do so you can find me at wine wicking crimes and cat moms oh my with my best friend lady love and we discuss true crime thingies and things of that nature and sometimes butt stuff <laughs> nice um I have a bunch of other podcasts too. Try to find me, History Creeps, Out of the Shadows, Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. A whole bunch of other ones. I'm starting new ones. You can find me. BICBP-radio.com. We got some new stuff coming as well, so check it out here. Uh, I'm done. So for Courtney, this is Chris. This has been Tube Time. We'll see you next week. ET phone home.